0: Motown Rundown, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, January 25th. How we doing, guys? Trent, a little bit of a snafu here on the recording front. Trent is in Nashville, and we were planning on recording at 6 o'clock Michigan time, and it was like 6.15, and Trent was like, you guys still ready to go at 6? And I didn't want to say anything, but it was very <laughs> much beyond 6.
1: It's one of those things where you, like, after you say that, you just, like, you get hot, and you're like, oh, God, I just, I fucked that up. I mean, it
0: it was true Motown Rundown fashion, because I feel like the biggest challenge we face on this podcast is just making, being able to all be available at the same time, and then usually when we nail down a time, we always end up recording, like, an hour after that time, so, I mean... We make it work. We're here. I do. Did we miss last week? We didn't record last week, did we?
1: It was our post, it was our post NFL season break. How's that? Who
0: was who was the someone tweeted into the Motown Rundown Twitter, which you can find at Motown underscore rundown? Give us a follow. You won't regret it. And the person that tweeted in goes, Where's the season review at Motown Rundown? And the it's Jared, the name is Jared Football Golf. The username is at any girls want me, and their their uh, bio says United USMNT Detroit sports Jared Goff Truther. I'm gonna say, and the only person, the only mutual follower, we hang on, I just lost this
1: account. It's gotta be a burner. Well,
0: it's following 66. Of course, it's a burner. Following 66, 28 followers, one of them being Ryan Collins. Is this (laughs) Rob or Jack? one of them i did you want me to no, okay so yeah you I want me to out their identity don't out don't out them no, okay. don't out them
1: that's the whole okay. point of the burner you Even can't no, out i them. mean
0: not yeah okay don't but here we are jared goff football fan whatever you, he's okay. legit by the <laughs> way
2: that guy i i he literally just texts me random days so just be like would you rather have golf over this guy i'm like what is wrong with you is he a is he
0: a big time golf truth?
2: He no, is, he is because he's out. a he's bit he's the contrarian guy. And now that what's it called? He was uh because he hated the Stafford shit last year too, which is fair because like the way that you I, hated, I, I think we hated it, did it or the way that I hated last it. year and just think about how embarrassing that was as a city. Um, now that we actually have a good football team, that it's like wow, it's actually fun to just root for the team instead of a one player. But um. I, I don't know. He's lost his mind with the Jared Goff But Jared Goff's very good. He had a really nice year. It's mm. not awesome. <laughs> like, let's, let's not be crazy here. You're right about that. Rams
1: yeah. had to make the – Raps had to give the – He's your guy next year.
2: That.
1: I love yes, him. Right Rabs' is words are not even words. Rabs' is sounds, not mine.
0: I just made a sound. That was it. Um, okay. Um, today's our Detroit Lions season wrap-up, season recap. I know we briefly, I mean, we recapped the Packers game, but as far as a grandiose uh, recap of the season, we'll do that today. It sounds like we might talk a bit of wings at the end. Um, Larkin uh, on the move? Question mark. <laughs> who knows? We'll get into all that here on the Motown Rundown. What else was That's I going to say? Shit. What else was I going to say? I don't know. We can do more to locks today too. I feel like we can keep that going. What do we want to do? I mean, we got to feel like there's some people out there that listen to this show just for the banter. So for that group that turns it off after we actually talk about sports, what should we talk about? What do we want to talk about today? I don't know. You don't know? That's great. We
1: talk about how beautiful life is and how great we're all doing in life.
0: I'm trying to think of like things that happen. I think a lot of our best banter is just like things in pop culture because we pretty much exclusively just talk about sports. But things in pop culture, anything coming up? Kanye's got a new girl or a wife?
2: I don't think I've heard heard anything about that guy. I mean, Revs, aren't you a Jew? Don't you hate him? Oh my God. (laughs) That was, why did, hang on a second. You're that Jewish, was,
0: right? Uh, incre- well, to, 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 aren't you a Jew? Yes, this he is a Jew. Well, is that, but, okay, yes. is,
2: that, uh, is that, am I not allowed to say that? You're Jewish. No, no, no,
0: no, no. You can, but I'm just, the way that it came off, I was like, aren't you a Jew, like you dirty? That's not dirty. what I meant. But, I know, but it's just how it sounded. Um, I mean, okay. yeah, like my last name, I have a Jewish last name. My father is Jewish. My dad's side of the family, Jewish, yes. But I was raised Catholic, if you're going to go. So with. you're like,
2: yeah, I'm a Kanye guy.
0: <laughs> no i'm not saying no absolutely I'm do kidding, not I'm want kidding. that out there. i'm a kanye guy i i respect his music he makes used to make really good music i don't know i said i, I don't want to get into the the <laughs> i was just saying he's got a new wife that's news have you guys seen any good movies lately everyone that's has anyone okay. seen a man called otto no my dude. parents oh.
1: saw it my parents saw it my mom came home in absolute shambles she yeah was, dude yeah uh,
0: i heard it was super sad well the it's way like the way they it-
2: marketed that movie, it was like marketed like a buddy comedy. And it's like about the whole movie is about him trying to commit suicide. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Are we talking about the same movie? Yes. Yeah, Mandral Otto. Hanks.
0: He's trying to kill himself.
2: Is is that crazy for what you see in the previews? Yeah. Yeah, Rams. Yeah. I don't know who the entire plot. the
0: movie
1: the entire plot revo- and yes, it is Tom Hanks, it just revolves around this man named Otto. Who loses his wife, and then he no longer wants to be here, and it's a bunch of failed suicide attempts, and like how, like, and and what he learns from each one, and like he tries to turn it back around. I guess I don't know.
2: Well, I, I heard don't it's good. Have to go see I see the movie I, now. I hear it's a good movie. It doesn't but... seem like a fun watch. I'm gonna be honest.
1: Well, not, definitely not a fun watch. But I mean, it's kind of like movie, Mar like
0: is Marley and Me necessarily necessarily a fun watch? Like that's a movie you can only watch once.
2: Yeah, I've watched probably Marley Me like 3 times. Not it's never a fun one. Shout out <laughs> Jenna Fisher, really random role. Um mm-hmm. I saw it playing in theaters.
1: Well, how was that? Was that the is that the is that the action one?
2: Yeah, Gerard Butler, shout out. Brody fucking Torrance, shout out. <laughs> Who Who are <laughs> these people? That's the main character of the movie. Um I wonder Solid Fleck, man. That. Solid Fleck.
0: You know what I watched yesterday, not yesterday, a couple days ago for the first time in forever that I absolutely loved every second of the viewing experience? The Goonies. I haven't watched The Goonies in a minute. It's a great movie, though. Incredible movie. Goonies never (laughs) say die. I'm going to start saying that. I think that's going to be my new, like, punchline. I'll just be out in the wild and I'll just, like, I'll, you know, I got to rally the troops. Like, Goonies never say die. I think that's my new thing.
1: Rams. Full disclosure, I did get that text from you at. Let me. I'm gonna check it right now. At uh, it was Friday at 10:04 p.m. So not su- not too late. I mean, you 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 know you were having fun, but What'd it's I not say? like it, it's not like it was at 3 a 3 a.m. Oh, the Goonies never die. The Goonies never, Goonies say, never die. say
0: die. Never say die. Yeah, great cast: Josh Brolin, Sean Astin, the chick that plays. Oh, what's her name? Oh gosh, Amy? No, the main chick, Annie. Nope, I don't know. You just watched it. Either way, uh, sweet movie. Yeah. The guy from Stand By Me, the kid from Stand By Me is in it.
2: That's a great know, movie. uh what's it called? I watched the program. Have you guys ever heard of the Program? Nope. No. It's like a nine eighties like college football movie. Just a ridiculous movie. Watch that. Watch Fever Pitch. Love Fever Pitch. Great rom-com.
1: You know what I watched last week? This is this is old, but now that we're on the the subject, I watched Bull Durham for the first time. Oh, my God.
2: it's my That's, like, the best baseball movie my ever. My dad loves that movie. It fucking, That movie rocks so hard. It's so much better than Field of Dreams. It's I so had never better. seen it
1: before, but then I watched it, and I just – i I'm kind of a Kevin Costner guy. Now, I don't watch – Kind of? If you're
2: not, you might as well get off this
0: you've, fucking podcast. You've had to – oh, easy. You've had to see – you've seen For Love of the Game, right?
2: Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. oh yeah, okay. so, I course,
0: love always the, t- the tigers.
2: It's I mean I've seen that movie maybe a thousand times. That movie is on cable at all times. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Kelly really Preston's like thrown a thousand. That movie. <laughs> and... <laughs>
1: Kelly Preston, rest in peace. This is the Kelly know, Preston.
2: dude. Yeah, but it's, uh, what's it called? Uh, Costum, I want a name- believable like- pitcher. He's like a believable like older pitcher in that movie. Yeah, I want to like, name. I would, sign- I would sign him for
1: a year the title of this podcast for this episode should be the Kelly Preston legacy episode, except
2: that no, I don't want, to, no. we don't want a lawsuit. So no. we're not it Is Era
0: fossa yeah, no. dead?
2: Yeah, yeah. She died like 10 years ago. Yeah. She's passed. She's passed. Um, what
0: else was I thinking about? Oh, I saw the faster horses lineup came, came out. By Did the I, way, see this? let's go. Yeah. yeah
2: I saw this Rabs, I want your take because mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, we both like country music, but I think we like a different style of country music. People were bitching yeah. about the lineup. Shania Twain is probably the best person you could get for a country. Are you are, are we shaking our heads? You don't like Shania I'm not. Twain I'm,
1: not I'm not because you you went over every single woman in America when she plays. You don't like Shania Twain,
2: Ravs?
0: I get I, easy with that. I didn't say that. I just well, shook my, my
2: head. Like people are acting like oh the lineup shit. Yes, that's what? Luke Bryant probably hasn't made a good song in like five years. I get that. And then who's the other headliner, Ravs? Zach Brown that's i mean zach no. brown band's fire zach
0: brown band zach brian's not there you're out of your mind
2: it's luke Bryan. luke,
0: luke Bryan Bryan's zach luke Bryan zach brown band not zach Bryan. two different guys no but zach brown
2: band i mean you've how many times have you seen zach brown band a concert they're a good concert oh my right? god a thousand yeah every time they're here i see them no but what's it called i'm just saying like i don't understand that people are like oh this sucks We're like you weren't going to get Morgan Wallen two years in a row. Relax, he's not the only guy in country music. Shania I Twain think, goes hard. I don't. I
0: can't say I've ever seen Shania Twain in concert, and I don't. Oh. I. I feel like. I mean, of course, she's got her legendary songs. I don't. I don't know enough of her catalog, but I think when people in the past have been treated to the likes of Eric Church and Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs. And then, like your your first headliner here, you see is Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan always wins that like Entertainer of the Year award thing. which he does, I've never seen him live. I, I'm sure he puts on a good show, but he's not. I, I think I think that the country music scene has kind of passed him by. Zach Brown Band to me kind of sold out a bit, but every concert I've been to, they play all their good songs, and I love Zach Brown Band. They're like my first group that I really got into when I started listening to country music, and then Shania Twain, like. There's probably some people fired up about her. I just think the rest of the names on this list are brutal. Like, I would go to this to see Billy Currington and Zach Brown Band. Like, there is nobody
2: else on this list. Worth Connor a Smith, damn. go. I've heard he's good. I'm going to see him and Chase Rice at the Fillmore Rabs. Are you really? Yeah. Three Chords in the Truth. Dude, I'm a Chase huge. No, I am mean, like, I. Spotify rap Connor Smith was like my number two artist, he has like eight songs. Really? And I, feel- I went to when I went to the Russell Dickerson concert at the Fillmore, I'm like, I need to go to more concerts here. This place is sick. Oh, dude, Russell, Russell, that's
0: see, that's where you and I just divert. Like, Russell he Dickerson, raps. when I say
2: he was fantastic
0: in concert. You I, I I believe it and I respect your music taste, but I can't even take I can't even take you seriously when you say that. I'm sorry. I just, I just have a different I have a different perspective on that on that type of country music, dude. I listen to like you know Zach Bryan, Charles Wesley Godwin, Colter Wall, like. Even the Tyler Childers, these names I'm saying are in a
2: different league than Russell Dickerson and Dustin Lynch. They're completely no different music tastes. They're completely different music styles. I know. And that's no disrespect. The, and that, that is my biggest pet peeve with Zach Bryan, guys. They act like he invented music. I like <laughs> He's Zach Bryan. I love Zach Bryan. I like Zach Bryan. It's just my friends are so fucking annoying about it that I can't, like, they're like, oh, did you, like, his tickets come out, and I get blown up. Like, you get tickets yet? I'm like, ah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's cool that he's doing his own ticket thing. That's, like, really cool, the way he's doing that. And, like, yeah. his last album was fucking awesome. That's but, like, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm going to, like, skip it. And they're like, wow, man. Can you believe he hates that, Brian? No, dude. I'm just not obsessed with him. He's very good.
0: I would say I'm obsessed. Trent loves him. Miles I do, loves I do. him.
2: Also, I will also say I'm actually
1: disappointed, Rabs, because I, I 100% thought it was Zach Bryan doing Faster Horses. and I No, dude. Me seeing Luke Bryan and Zach Brown band and my brain <laughs> them together is like
0: that, yeah, it's the definition
1: really of me being like fuck yeah, dude. It's the I definition of me being a suburban Midwestern kid that decided to go to Nashville. Like that's not that's that's yeah. a disgrace. That's a Billy
0: disc- Billy Currington's good. He's like one of the guys. I wouldn't say Wait, he's a the, bucket. Read list down guy. the list, Rabs. Read down the list. The whole list? What am I supposed to Not the, the whole list.
2: list, but like a couple big bigger okay.
0: Names. Luke Bryan, Zach Brown band, Shania Twain are your three headliners. Then you go Dustin Lynch, Dwight Yoakam, Billy Currington. Dylan like Scott, Dustin
2: Lynch. Do you like Dustin Lynch?
0: Dustin Lynch is ass. I think he's an embarrassment.
1: Isn't okay. Dwight Yoakam a
0: legend? Like somehow? Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not old enough to like. Dustin Lynch's ass
2: is very aggressive, but okay.
0: I think he's brutal. Uh, T- Tullahoma was one of the worst albums, uh, like, literally ever. Anyway, Dylan Scott, no idea who he is. Mike, I oh, don't know who he is. You man. don't know who D- Dylan Scott is? No. Okay. Nope. Blanco Brown, who I think made the Dick Down in Dallas song. Is this true?
2: No, he's Terrible. not. He's the. That little boogie song, whatever. Oh yeah, too Two Yeah, that's awful,
0: it. horrendous. Um, Warren Ziders. Warren Ziders is is a joke. He's he's like the big guy on on that was famous on TikTok or Instagram Reels where he sits in like an elevator shaft and sings because the acoustics are so good and it makes him sound better. He sings that like "Ride the Lightning" song, which is awful. Cameron Marlow, who's got a couple good songs. Chris Cagle, Haley Witters. Connor Smith, Kylie Morgan, Tenille Towns, DJ Silver. Now we're just getting like, Megan Maroney. Is that the one that sings Tennessee Orange? Shout out to Megan Maroney. That Megan shit. Maroney could be the hottest woman alive. Yeah, I, isn't she dating Morgan Wallen? They're allegedly yes. I think that's the case. This has been a great segment. I, I, you what's, I, I what's I mean going, I could right?
2: your abs. You wanted, it's funny you we're talking about country music. Last night I had to do work a little bit late, so I was like doing some like, spreadsheets and some shit. And I was like, fine, I'll put on like MTV behind the music. So I watched yeah. MTV behind the music of Hootie because I was like, oh, let's oh, see it yeah, yeah, from like 2002. It's, so cool. it's kind of funny, though. It doesn't have like all Darius and it's like solo shit. But I and I was like, who's a random person I could watch? It's like Jason Dean. So I watched <laughs> Jason Aldean's behind the music. And I, I wouldn't say I'm a Jason Dean guy. But they, like, go through all of his songs. I'm like, I think I know 50 Jason Aldine songs. Yeah, incredible. He's, like, incredible one of those guys who, like, he has had a shocking amount of, like, number one hits. Incredible like catalog. Shopping. Incredible
0: catalog. His popular songs are rightfully so popular. Great bar in Nashville, Aldine's. Um, His old stuff is incredible. He's a v- pretty good entertainer. Um, I heard he is a dickhead. He looks like one. And his wife is a rocket. Uh,
2: they're, they're all country music stars. What do you That's expect?
0: the scouting report on Jason Aldi. Well,
2: I, um, I can't. I, 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 can't have one,
1: the I have one question to round this oh, out. Like, what what the hell happened to Kenny Chesney?
2: He still does his thing.
1: I haven't heard of Kenny yeah, Chesney Kenny's... in like three years. He's, well, well, Kenny, I, I think... I,
2: he doesn't really. I, I don't think he's came out with album. He'll just come out with a single every once in a while. But I've never I seen do... Kenny either. I guess Kenny's. Uh, an experience you gotta do it i got i fucked up i should have went last year if i could choose my-
1: one country star to look like i would look like kenny chesney Really? yeah
2: he's a he's, he's a dill for sure
1: jacked. he's jacked and all he does is wear is tank he? tops and-
2: <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah, he's he short though trent do you want to be that short
1: i already am only like so? five, five, eight, five, nine. Kenny Chesney height. Oh, I'm looking this up in real time. I'd rather be like
2: <laughs> Sam Hunt, who's like 6'5 jabbed looking. Okay, yeah. No, right. Yeah.
1: Kenny Chesney is 5'6. That's tough.
2: Do you hate Sam Hunt? Sam Hunt, Hunt played quarterback
0: him? at like didn't he play UAB. quarterback at UAB? Yep. Yeah. Um, do I hate Sam Hunt? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really. There's a couple songs of his that like you can throw on at a party. That's Sam Hunt's a perfect guy to like get the girls going at a party that, like, oh my god, I, I love country I, I'm music. just I'm so trying you, to like, get
2: Sam Hunt. Do you not like any mainstream country guys?
0: Not really. No, I don't listen to mainstream. I really don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that to be like a. Do you not like oh, Dan and Shay? Again, have a couple songs that are really nice, but
2: as on a whole, hey, I don't. My brother, my brother, my brother, who's been to a lot of concerts in like his Houston rodeo when he lived out there, he said the best concert he's ever been to is Dan and Shay. Just, I think he should go to more concerts but Dan and shaping on a great show at LCA. He, they They saw them all at the Rastal Rastal MSU Auditorium. Did they? The 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 Dan guy, what's it called? I like the sound of that it was Ron but I Rabs does not give these other artists a shot. He just doesn't. Dude, it's it's it's.
0: Look, I just I have a different music taste, and the mainstream country. You don't like Rascal and, Flats,
2: You don't like any like. Mainstream. No, I
0: didn't say I didn't like Rascal Flats. They broke up, by the way, a while ago.
2: No, I know. Life is. A,
0: yeah, one People of the like best the Rascal Flats. They have some good. Yeah, like uh Fast Cars and Freedom is one of my. I think one of the better country songs around. Summer nights, great song. Summer night. Uh, yeah, I can do. They sound like Dan and Shay. They, the guys have they have very similar. No, I mean,
2: that's what I'm saying. I don't. Under, very similar sound. I'm just gonna start sending country music throughout because I like all country music. I listen to fucking Brooks and Dunn on the way to work all, all the right. time. Yes, here we go. I,
1: as far as too. as far as my country taste goes, it's like Willie oh, Nelson all day, Waylon bro. Jennings. I love Waylon. You Jennings. listen
0: to that? Like that? That's where I like. Don't I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and be a pretender, like, oh, I like the old country music, Waylon Jennings and Willie. Like, I'm not gonna be a pretender. No, okay, like, that. Well, like the John, Johnny stuff. Cash.
1: Johnny Cash is legitimately like a top ten artist for me all time. Love him. Really? Yes. Oh, like Johnny everybody. Cash. He's got some like great, like eight minute storytelling songs. Like, it's 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 You got to be in the mood for it, but it's just complete. Yeah, like murder ballads.
0: Trent, you might like Coulter Wall.
1: Okay. Me he's like
0: uh, he's like my age and he's from Saskatchewan, and, like, he's got a very deep voice, but when you hear him sing, like you don't... It's one of those guys, like, kind of like John Fogarty. Like, when he opens his mouth, you don't believe the words are actually coming out of his mouth. (laughs) I love watching John Fogarty videos. I mean, oh, my God, CCR is insane. So that's talking music with the Motown Rundown, guys. Um, I do at some point... What'd you say? I was talking country music. That was a bizarre segment. Talking country music. Um, do we want to – I do uh, – do we want. I do want to talk about um, – oh, my mom said the food's here. Awesome. Um, I do want to talk about the NFL playoffs. Should we do that now
2: or should we end the show with that? Because I think it'll no, it will tie into more now. Rounds. Okay. NFL playoffs. How are we feeling? Um, I think the Bengals are going to win this weekend because Mahomes is going to be – I think Mahomes is legit fucked. Like he's, he's messed up.
1: This game is a crossroads for me because I the Chiefs are so annoying to me. I think like they're just cocky and annoying. Also, Tyreek Hill's a scumbag, so now that he's not on the team, I kind of have an easier time with the Chiefs success. But dude, I and I I'm gonna I'm gonna tee up Ravs here because I think you and I come from the same we're cut from the same cloth as far as the Bengals go. I saw you shake your head when when Colin said the Chiefs are gonna lose. Mm-hmm. I can't stand Joe Burrow. Everyone loves what? Joe Burrow. Whoa. I, I, Whoa. I'm not a fan. Not okay. A fan. So, what's called? I, I, I love think, Joe I think Burrow. He's, I think he's entitled and cocky, like literally Ooh. the cockiest. Oh, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is a great he's won every, at is every is level. A, this is a great segment. I have a friend in particular who's going to love listening to this. I might text him right now. Here's my thing on Joe Burrow. I'd like to spend this is great. It's going to be a great episode. I'm telling you, man, I'm fired up. Still got a lot. We haven't even talked Lions yet. This is great. Football's awesome. First of all, I love football. Man, I love football. Um, Joe Burrow is someone, Trent, I was very much in the same camp with you because the thing, Joe that Burr, Joe, because, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So things like the Joe Burr and Joe Shiesty and like every single time the guy, like the guy could be wearing like a, a onesie on like a pajamas and walk into the building and like that's all, like, I get like ESPN alerts about look what Joe Burrow's wearing. That kind of stuff. I can't stand at all. But I will say, and I've always I've always been very skeptical of Joe Burrow because, like at LSU, I was like, okay, it's it's probably the best college football team ever. If anyone else was playing quarterback, do they have the same outcome that that whole season did? Then you go, then you go to the NFL, and in his first year, because he tore his ACL his rookie year, correct? His first year, I was like, okay, you know, I he's he shows some flashes, but I don't think he's some world beater quarterback. Then last year, he has the really good season, and I was still skeptical. Like, I don't think the Bengals were that good. But this year, having watched Joe Burrow, and what turned it around for me was, like, I don't think that Joe Burrow plays into or cares about all the media hype he gets. I think it just built up, and he just kind of lives with it. I saw one shot of Joe Burrow in the tunnel before the Bills game, and I just the look in his eye when they were about to run out of the field of just, like, stone-faced – didn't care was like that to me. So it sold him for me and that whole bills game, because I've always played the game of like, I think Patrick Mahomes is the clear cut one, a best quarterback in the league he bar is. none. And then it's like, okay, Burrow Allen. I won't even entertain the conversation about hurts because he's had like one good season he'll win the MVP this year. He should, um, no Mahomes- Brady and Rogers. T- huh?
1: Hertz, Hertz has no shot at MVP. It's going to be Mahomes. 100%. Mahomes got 49 out of 50, all pro first votes. So he's going to win MVP. He's going to win MVP. Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Well, whatever. But, but, whatever anyway um rogers and brady to me took a significant step back so whoever else you want like like to me justin herbert talent wise is up there and i think he's going to end up literally being the matt stafford of this generation of like just can't get a break the coach stinks the team can never figure it out and he might not win anything ever which sucks because i think he's incredibly talented josh joe burrow proved to me that he is the second best quarterback in the league uh, at the, on that yeah break. i don't i don't
1: i I don't disagree with that at all. Like, okay, so here's here's the thing. When I have a gripe with athletes like Michael Jordan, it is never because I don't think the guy's like very good. It, it's always I just I don't like the vibe. I don't like the moxie. Collins is laughing. I here's the thing. I get it's on my just, high it was horse. a wild comparison. They just well, came I'm out just, of nowhere. I'm just throwing it out there because it comes from the same thing for me. Like Joe Burrow saying, "I, I got I love LeBron." I'm always. I, I ride the LeBron train. It's so much fun, but because I'm so outspoken about that, people assume I like think Michael Jordan's trash. I think Michael Jordan is by far the second best player ever. I just like I prefer LeBron. That's all. So in this case, okay. I, I think Mahol, I think a healthy Mahomes is much better than Joe Burrow, and I don't so think sure. you guys. I, yeah, For I don't sure. think you guys disagree. I would agree that Joe Burrow beating Josh Allen now makes him the second best quarterback in the league. I would agree. Not but even I, that,
0: just the way he played. Like, he but, just but, he yeah, makes every yeah. throw.
1: Here's what I don't like. I don't like the fact that they went 10-7 and seven last year, got lucky in every playoff game. The Ravens were literally the one seed until Lamar got hurt. And then the Bengals, they just caught a lot of breaks. And then this year, it's like they're playing really well. This year, I think they took a step and they're good. I just don't like him coming out and saying, you yeah, know, our Super Bowl window is my whole career. Shut it the fuck up. Yeah, but no, it's not because they have all every single player for them is on their rookie contract right now. Like you, he their defense he, that,
2: is really good right now.
1: I I get that, but if you think they're going to be able to keep him Higgins, Mixon, Chase no, around, not, you're, like I, I that's where I get annoyed with him because I, that's Trump, the but like you to
2: like to say it. but you like it's just you don't like Burrow. You don't like that he says that.
1: But I if, think like, I just think that's a ridiculous thing to say. You don't say you're in you. Yeah, but that's so, really my other right. theory on Joe Burrow is I don't think he truly understands how difficult it is to win in this league because last year he got a bunch of breaks and then this
2: year he this year
1: they've been I good. Think
2: they got a bunch of break. They won the AFC North the last two years. Okay, I guess that's what I'm impressive.
1: saying. Is I, okay, I'd have to look. I think the Ravens were seven and two before Lamar got hurt. The Ravens were going to be the legitimate one seed in the entire NFL. and then about
2: last year? That was
1: last year. And then this year, this season, they've been good. I'll give you that. They've been good this year. I just – I don't think he truly – and I'm never going to convince you guys on this, so I don't care. But I don't think he truly understands how difficult it actually is to win in the league. He went from LSU and then, as Rav said, towards ACL, came back. and well, he doesn't
2: like, because he's, he's jumped those hurdles sometimes. When you're that great, you just jump a hurdle.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I just I don't want – So I, I like I said. This brings me back to you my. Okay.
2: Issue. I I hear what you're saying, Trent. Your take is this is like Baniels better fucking pounce on this opportunity. How about that?
1: Sure. When when he when may? How about you say your Super Bowl window is like you know uh, we feel good about where we're at right now. Don't tell me it's your whole career. Uh, okay, but not. dude,
0: I I. He's a winner. He just wins. Like he and he, he literally, dude. He makes every fucking throw, dude. He makes every throw. His offensive is line great. is so banged up. He's I so smart.
1: He is second to only Patrick Mahomes. I agree with you. I just, okay, I don't, yeah, I don't like. I don't like the vibe. I just don't like it. Well, I, I think, and I was the same way. But,
0: but I think is, it comes from. I think it comes from. Outside, elsewhere. I don't. I don't it, think that it, it comes might. from him being like a cocky prick. I really it don't. I mean, I, he is I, a I, cocky I, prick, but he's awesome at
1: football.
2: No, he's not. Like I don't think. Yeah, he, he's, he's a cocky, cocky prick. prick. I get in a, a good, good way. In a good way. Okay. Well, as far as the well, game, I, can I get ways. my Joe Burrow take in? I've been. Yeah, in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was disrespectful. My take is, I love Joe Burrow, the player and whatever. My biggest Joe Burrow take, and I've actually this has been a thing I've been doing for three years, and I talked to every. Like guide slash girl, whatever. I think Joe Burrow, the hype of him being like one of the hottest guys in America, is one of the craziest things that's happened to our society the last three years. No, see, that's Joe. where
1: I, that's where I, that's where I give him credit. I think he is. Where the think rest- he's a good.
2: I, he's not an ugly guy. I'm not saying he's an ugly guy. I'm just gonna throw this out there. He's not. He's not like a supermodel. I don't understand what we're doing here. Just, just he's good at football. Doesn't make this guy Clooney. It just yeah, I, I don't hey, know. Listen,
1: I, I'll give credit where credits due. I he's, he's a
2: good-looking guy. I'm just saying. I, I I just can you name
1: a quarterback that's better looking? Jimmy G.
2: No then who? Who? Then Burrow. Jimmy G. Better-looking quarterback than Burrow. Jimmy G.
1: See, I disagree, but I think that's fine. that's, 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 a, that's an acceptable Jimmy take, G. But... Might be the
2: hottest guy in America.
0: <laughs> I've got another buddy like this that just loves it. Just weirdly comments on the looks of guys.
2: Who very cares? Often. I know am oh, a human you're observer. You're very
0: secure in your ma- you're very secure in your sexuality and masculinity. I know I am.
2: That. Okay, fans. as
0: far as as far as the game is concerned, what do we think?
2: Oh, for the Bengals Chiefs, I think the Bengals yeah. are one. I Mahomes' knee is fucked,
0: dude. No, but I saw. I think okay, you really saw. say that,
2: but but
0: he could like, not I move to, last week. I listened to part of my take, and there they they mentioned something of like. He's probably going to be on crutches all week and not pray. He practiced today, and he's not in a boot. He's not he's in crutches. Fine. He's. he's fine. I
2: think he's absolutely he's fine. fine. He's okay. a high ankle sprain. I got a high. Live with a high ankle sprain. No, dude, a high ankle sprain. You're usually. I. I think you usually miss like a month with that. Like he's fucked. I'm not kidding. Like he's. He's not. He's not to be the same homes. And they still might win because he's awesome. I know. But I just. I just like the Bengals. And, and by the way, about Mahomes, I've said this multiple times, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. No, I don't disagree it's I, not, I, And I, I don't agree.
2: think it's remotely close. And people will be like, oh, Brady. But, but they're just different players, and Brady was more methodical. Just like individual player that raises your ceiling and your whole team ceiling more than anything, like you have them, it's him and it's Peyton Manning. Only two guys that I really saw like do that with. You give them any roster, I think they're going like 12 and 5.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, I agree. And that doesn't mean we're saying he's the GOAT. It just means he's the the, the best at quarterback that I've ever seen. By the way, I I think it's
2: funny that San Francisco is going to lose in the NFC Championship again.
0: Well, hold on. What Trent, what are your thoughts? Let's not jump the gun.
1: No, I think I, I, I agree with Collins. I think the Chiefs are good enough to win, even if Mahomes is like a C plus because he still is that good. He's gonna make that many plays for you. But I, I just I, I think the Bengals are gonna win. That's what I think is gonna happen because of the injury. If he was hundred percent, I think he's fine. Like he's good enough to play and he'll he'll you know, he can put weight on it and stuff, but he's not, still not a hundo. So I like the Bengals. I don't know. Offense has looked great in the last few weeks as we roll. I know I, I just trashed Joe Burrow. Now I'm picking the bangles, but I just, I think the Bengals are in a, in a good situation. Caught a break. One might say.
0: Now I I'm looking at this game. I I would like to see the Bengals win. I think the Bengals to me are a more likable team. It, it's one of those, the chiefs are becoming one of those teams to me where it's like, I'm sick and tired of seeing them perform. Well, I can't stand. I cannot stand Patrick Mahomes, wife and, and Jackson <laughs> Mahomes is my least favorite human being on the planet. I think he should be in Guantanamo. quiet. He has because he has to or else it was getting dicey out there with people. I mean, people are not nice. But he, he, if we ever had to exile someone from the planet to, like, make room for more population, he, <laughs> I want him leading the first ship out. Um, him and Dan Dockage can co-pilot the first ship. Dude, That's Dan hilarious. Dockage
2: is one of my favorite Twitter personalities in the entire <laughs> world. He says, hey, I've hair. never, I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my entire life when he goes, The world will never know if the Indiana Pacers drafted Steve Alford instead of Reggie Miller. I was like, what? <laughs> so it was like it was basically like. We knew Alford we knew Reggie couldn't win a championship. What if they drafted Alford? And he was like dead serious. I was like, what? It's, Alford was like out of the league in two years. Reggie Miller's a Hall of Famer. I do not I do not care for Dan Dockich.
0: Um, anyways, what was I talking about? Football? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, not, the, Chiefs, the,
1: NFC. the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, Look, yeah. so this, so this opened, this, this, this line, I believe, opened with Chiefs minus one, correct? Which I really, I, and that the line is completely flipped. I don't know what it is as we sit here today, but I'm almost positive the Bengals are now favored to win this game.
1: Well, it's the Mahomes injury. That's what it is. Yes.
0: And I think that people, I, I believe that people have, completely overblown this injury and I do believe in my heart of hearts that Patrick Mahomes is that good that it won't matter how banged up he is. The Bengals uh, go ahead I just think he is like playing
2: at 50%. Like he is Okay,
0: well that's the so no one really yeah. knows but him how good he is like as far as like his health. But I'm going to err on the side of I think he's fine. Yeah. The Bengals have somehow made it through and granted. The win against the Bills, they played tremendous. And I, there is part of me that looks at that Bills team and it goes, "Okay, I, I don't think the Bills could have played any worse. They were flat. They were disengaged, disinterested." Um, I do think that the Bills were a little bit fraudulent when it was all said and done. I still think they're a very good team, good coach, good quarterback, whatever. But the Bengals have three offensive linemen, s- starting offensive linemen who have not been healthy for the last couple of weeks. There is bound to be a time where that's going to get exposed and someone's got to get to burrow. Now granted, they do a great job of 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 tweaking the game plan so he doesn't have to hold the, onto the ball for that long, but the fact that the Bengals are now a favorite against Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game when the when the Chiefs have been to five straight or whatever it is at home, like come on, man. I I just I don't I don't see it. I think that this is just like, I'm looking where the money's going and I know betting's different than the actual outcome of the game, but I just, I think that the chiefs are going to win this game. And, and if, if not, I don't know what the spread is now. I'm sure it's what Bengals minus one minus two, but I don't know. I, I like the chiefs in this one. Um, But it's, and then we go to the NFC, I suppose, which I really, I, I don't have a lot of juice for the NFC at all. And I know like there's the Eagles like, are going to win. I just don't – I mean, how far can you really take Brock Purdy? Like, do you guys buy into all this Brock Purdy stuff? No, he's you know, not I, I buy
1: into I buy into Kyle Shanahan and that offense. I think that's more what it's about. It speaks more to that, to be honest, because they've had success now with Jimmy Garoppolo, with Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. The one thing you really have to give credit where credit's due for Brock Purdy is, like, he's played the best two playoff games for a Niners quarterback since Colin Kaepernick in like 2012, like he's, he's outplayed Jimmy G tenfold. So that, I guess in a way elevates their ceiling, but Rabs, I get what you're saying to a certain extent, like he's a rookie. So at some point, like how far can you take him? No, I, I do I, think, I do think, I want to add this real quick. I do think the Mr. Irrelevant shit is irrelevant. No pun intended. Like he's still an NFL, like people, we find NFL quarterbacks everywhere. Like guys that are undrafted end up playing court. I think wasn't Tony Romo undrafted. So like, I'm not, Big on the whole like Mr. Irrelevant narrative. I think that's just whatever. Good for him. They hit on one. He, I, th- I think he's good. And I think they're going to have to roll with him going forward. They, how can you look that locker room in the face this offseason, regardless of if they lose this game or not, and be like, yeah, we're going to go back to Trey Lance? Well, I
0: just that's, don't see it that's my question before we actually talk about the game and then move on to the things that we're supposed to talk about here today. Um, if you're if you're the 49ers, I mean you spent a very very high draft pick on Trey Lance. You really have not gotten a fair shake to see what he's capable of. Trade Are you really throwing in the towel right now? Like you're not going to you're not going to trade Brock Purdy, you're going to well, trade how, how Trey Lance?
1: You, how can you not though? That's the thing. How can you not just because, because yeah, Brock Brabs, Brabs, not, not
0: throwing for 350 okay. yards
1: and five Brabs, touchdowns every game. It isn't Brabs, too much. Rabs, I want to paint you this picture. Let's say the Lions draft Bryce Young, and then he plays two games and gets hurt. And then next year we have another rookie quarterback that takes us to the NFC championship game. And then we're just and then and then Dan Campbell goes, hey, listen, man, we're gonna go back to we're gonna go back to Bryce. We believe in Bryce. That's our guy. You would be furious.
0: Okay, that's fair, I guess. If when you someone, phrase it, and like and I know that.
1: I know it's I know it's different because the 49ers are one of the most, you know, successful NFL franchises and the Lions getting even winning a playoff game would be enough to buy a guy another season or two starting. But I don't know. Collins, what are your thoughts on this matter?
2: Um I think they what they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna let Lance start the year, and if he's not good, they're gonna bench him. But they're most the person with the most leverage, I mean, the most leverage they have, though, is probably to trade Lance, because I think they probably could do But I don't know. You haven't seen anything from them. I don't really know what they do. Like you said, trying it feels like it doesn't matter who's that quarterback for them. They're going to win a bunch of games. It's just they haven't found the guy who could take them over the top. I don't know if that's Purdy. I don't see it. I don't see him going into Philly with – I think Philly is just a historically really good defense, sneaky historically really good defense when it comes to the pass rush and they have a really good secondary and I think they're just made for the playoffs. They run the football, they get after the passer. I think they're in a roll role. And and playing in Philly, like that's that's no fucking joke for anyone. So I don't know. I, I think why Ravens since the NFC is so uninteresting is because I think the feeling is whoever wins the AFC is going to win know what I mean? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I, I would also
0: think the Eagles are going to win this game. I just, there's something about that. I can't stand Nick Sirianni. Yeah, like, he's talk, really talk,
2: annoying. Talk,
0: talk about the most like fucking unprofessional. J- he's just such a fuck. He really is.
2: He's just really annoying. I don't.
0: Yeah. He, he's such a fuck. Like running down the sidelines into the end zone and then telling his staff, like, I know what the fuck to do. Like, don't touch me, like, dude. Shut the fuck up. How? Where did he even come from?
1: I don't know, but I, don't know. I remember his introductory press conference was a mess when that all happened. And then they had a good year, so good for him. But Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's right. Yeah, that I, what I think the Eagles are going to – at a certain point, I don't think – I mean, that Eagles offense is just so dynamic. I'm excited to watch them. I feel like I haven't seen the Eagles play in a while. I didn't really watch any of the Eagles-Giants game because it was a blowout. But, okay, I'll take the Eagles against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We can get to that later, but – I love um, the
1: Niners in this game. Love the oh, Niners. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, okay. I think I think because the, of the way last week went with the Cowboys, right? Like low scoring, Niners didn't really do a whole lot. It was more like Dak just kind of shit all over himself. Look, I I think the the Niners oh, – excuse me. The Cowboys actually had like a really, really good defense this year. Not as good as last year, but this year they still have very good defense and they just were able to limit Brock Purdy, to your guys' credit, and, and the Niners' offense. But I think Kyle Shanahan, given a whole – you know, I think he'll be able to scheme something up to beat Nick Sirianni. I guess I like the coaching matchup. I love Christian McCaffrey, probably my favorite non-Detroit Lion in the league. Oh, he's awesome! I, and I, so I just I like I I love the Niners. That doesn't mean I like them big. What's the yeah. spread in that game? Maybe that might be my lock. I don't know. I what the is? I don't know.
0: I'll look. I'll look though.
1: No, no, no. We can cross that bridge when we come to it because I have a feeling as long as it's not like nine and a half, that's going to be my lock. So we can just. Whatever. That's it. I like the Niners. You guys got the Eagles?
0: Yeah. Sorry.
1: That's all right. Fuck the
0: NFC, dude. Come on now. I, the Lions should be in the fucking playoffs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Lions. Um, so we're now 40 minutes into the podcast. Why don't we cut wings? Can we
2: cut wings? Sure. Uh, quick note. Um, uh, Can we just do it five seconds on it, Rebs? Yeah. Would you, would you pay Larkin $10 million in the offseason, or would you trade him right now? Oh, it's not, it's not gonna be 10. What is he gonna ask for? I,
0: I, no, I would say that he's, I, I think Dylan Larkin's camp is probably looking for between nine to 9.5. I think the wings probably want to get him from 8.5 to 8.75 for eight years, which I'm fine with. I, I, I like, I, I really, I defend Dylan Larkin all the time. I really think that that's a guy. I mean, you just have to sign these guys to 8-year deals now at this point. Like that's just what everyone gets for the most part at well, his age. One. Um I would say that if you can get Dylan Larkin at 875, you are in a in a great spot. Um I would not pay him north of 10. But the trade rumor right now is Bo Horvat to the to the wings which when we when we talk more about the trade deadline and we get into this um we can definitely dive into it there's been some rumors swirling about Bo, Bo Horvat who I also believe is on an expiring deal and I think it would be a little strange to bring in a guy to play center that probably plays the probably plays on your first line and Dylan Larkin plays on your second line and you might have to pay Bo Horvat more than Dylan Larkin which is strange but to answer your question um Dylan Larkin I would say eight seven five if you can get him you can pay him over nine but I, I would not go north of ten no but
2: you would rather pay him like ten than trade him oh
0: I would I rather pay him ten than trade him
2: that's it like the hypothetical because I think that's what <sighs> that's the um, thing that the wins are kind of looking at I don't think he's gonna get 10 yeah. saying that's just a I, hypothetical.
0: I would say, yes, I'd like to, yes, I'd like to keep them. Because I think that in today's NHL, like you can afford, you can get away with paying Dylan Larkin 10, but then at some point you got to pay Sider and you got to pay Raymond. So, and maybe like in the interim, you grab one more guy that you can pay big money, but. I don't know. 10 would be tough, but I would, I would have to say, yes, I really do see more out of Dylan Larkin's game than, than most people do. I just, I just do. So I would say yes, but um, we can, we will definitely get into the wing stuff. I think there's a lot of stuff that's up in the air right now. One of the slept on things too, about this team is this team at this point in the season last year had pretty much an identical record. So tough. Um, but we can dive more into that because there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of question marks about this team. It feels like there's this weird, like bad juju around the team right now of like, what's going on with the Verona thing and Nadelkovic is in the AHL. And like, they're, they're, they're going to get some guys back that have been hurt. And what are they supposed to do? Like Zadina has the setback with his legs. So I, there is a lot to talk about, about the wings, but I think it deserves almost its own show. So anyways, um we can talk lions season recap that's how we'll finish the show for however long that we need um we talked a bit about them last week or two weeks ago and we talked about the packers game um this is usually where trent thrives of putting together these questions and things that we can look at and how we want to recap the season so trent i'll turn it over to you however you want to attack this and approach this um by all means
1: Yeah, it always works out pretty nicely because the Lions season ends, you know, right around the new year, which is right around when award show season is. And it's just kind of fun to throw out these superlatives and give, you know, give an answer. I don't know. We we kind of talked last week more about what the vibe is with this team moving forward and the fact that, you know, Collins gave a vintage Ryan Collins breakdown of the Detroit Lions fan base and how they should feel right now and what the, you know, vibe of the changing the culture and all that stuff. So we got that covered. If you want to listen to that, head back to it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. Head back two weeks and uh, check that one out. But I guess I just want to go around the table here and just uh, reflect on the season to an extent. I've got some questions to help guide us. And yep. the first question I'll go to you, Rams, first because you're probably the best one to answer this because you Thank went you. to you went to just as many games as I did this yes. year. What what was your favorite game of the season? Which one did you enjoy the most? Vikings, Vikings by far. I do have to say for our listeners, I kind of want to relive this because you were unbelievable at that game in the sense that every time every time Kevin McConnell challenged something or whatever, there were some Vikings fans sitting behind us and adjacent to us. So they we were definitely within earshot of them. And every time Kevin McConnell threw the challenge flag or something, it was you can't challenge that. This coach is unbelievable. I, you think this team has one or two wins. It was great.
0: All right. Well, that was the way that the that Kevin McConnell coached that game. You really would have thought that they were like desperation. Like if we don't win this game, we have to sell the whole team. And we the Vikings are what we thought they were. I mean, they were a good – Collins always – they were a, a good team, yes. If you win 12, 13 games, you are factually a good team, yes. But obviously there was a little bit of – their their weaknesses and, and carelessness kind of became exposed late as they got into the playoffs. But anyway, um, Vikings was my favorite game, and I remember saying that as far as like games that I games that I went to, right? That I was at.
1: No, just just your favorite game of the year. Oh, my favorite game of the year. I mean,
0: I would say the Vikings game because I was I was there. Um, obviously, the Green Bay game was unbelievable, but it kind of loses its luster because you really weren't playing for anything necessarily besides pride, which is fine. But the Vikings game in the spot that they were at, and in another game it was like typical, if they lost us, it would be so SOL. But I they, you know, they took care of business, and that was a game that I was monetarily invested in too, because I thought it was like we we all were like, this doesn't make any sense. The Lions are winning this game. Um, so just from being in the building, and I know I would have killed to be at the Bears game too, but being in the building for the Vikings game. Um was unbelievable. Just one of the one of the better wins, one of the better feelings walking
2: out. So that was that's my Collins, your favorite Lions game of the season. Packers. Which I mean, one? I, I mean, beating Aaron Rodgers the way they did. I know it didn't really mean anything, but like to be fair, after the start that the Lions had, they weren't really ever in playoff contention until like the last like what? So that Carolina. Until yeah. it felt like that Carolina game where like, oh, they could get in if they win went out and then they lost, but you know what I mean? So I felt like that was the most like meaningful game and for them to win with nothing on the line, the way they did it, it was awesome. And it was a culture shifter. So I think that was the biggest one of the year and the beat, I hate the Packers, So it's always nice to beat the Packers.
1: Yeah. I think if you pulled lions fans, that would probably be number one. I also think an honorable mention would be, I, they call me crazy. I think that Commander's game week two was awesome. They're up 22-0 at halftime. Hutch had a great game. Uh, probably 60% of Lions fans are Michigan fans. So, like, the vibe in there was awesome for that one. I will say that. Um, but we know that that was their only win until, like, three months later or two months later whatever it ended up being. My favorite game of the season, and this is going to be a little bit off the board, I I loved the 40-14 to win over the Jaguars. And the only reason was because (laughs) I had to miss three games in the middle of the season. I had to miss three home games in the middle of the season for some health reasons. That was my first game back. Ravs, you went with me. Wait, no, no, no. You didn't, did you? I was not there. You were not there. Who did I bring? Oh, I brought Tenno. Shout out Tenno. Tenno was at that game. Um, And Brock, of course. And that was just awesome. And like considering the fact that the Jags are now like getting like stroked as like the next great young team, it's like we crushed them. And then you know, it, yeah, it, how quickly stuff gets swept under the rug. But no, I, I mean my favorite win of the season was definitely the Packers on Sunday Night Football. But just to give a different answer than Collins, I would say um, Jags. This next one can be pretty quick. But what was your what was your least favorite game of the season? Perhaps
0: uh, the the Patriots game made me sick. I no. mean, I just
2: it's. I, I guess can I have my own opinion? No, that's wrong. It should be <laughs> one answer. The Vikings game 20? they lost. The Vikings game they lost is one of the worst losses I can remember as a fan.
0: I get I mean, I guess, but they played fine. It was just, yeah, it, obviously that was Coaching, like a very, my very SOL loss. But I think that I mean the Patriot the Patriots game was embarrassing, especially because they were playing Matt Patricia too, and he would just anytime that you're we didn't score. Yeah, like for an offense that was on, unbel- but like they they were horrendous in that game, like all over the field. The Patriots game was,
2: I it was, was awful. disgusted. It was the worst
0: game they played all year. Yeah, I was disgusted. So that's. But that's I'm
2: just saying, I, after the Vikings game, I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, well, we're gonna have three
1: different answers because mine was Carolina when my family drove to. That was, yeah, Florida. that was. To, you know what? That
0: Trent. That's that was probably bad. the right that's, answer. That's that was that was. Well, I mean, if. you're if,
1: also, yes, to Collins' point, the 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 case for that game, I guess, if you want to call it, is is like that killed it didn't kill the, playoff the playoffs. playoffs. Everyone lost, but if you would have won that game, you would have been in easily. Um but whatever. We we are a positive podcast. We're not gonna dwell on the negatives. Give me your offensive team MVP. We're gonna do offensive and defensive, but Raz will go to you first with offensive.
0: Oh, dude. I mean, I know like I'm sure one of you guys will say Jamal Williams because of the touchdowns and, and and whatnot, and I get that. Dude, I mean Part of me wants to say Penny Sewell, because I think he's just had took another step forward. And obviously the big catch against the Vikings was sweet. Amon am Ross St. Brown has yeah. just just absolutely blows me away. And, and like truthfully, and it's like uh, being being on the Lions, I think that you always kind of fight this uphill battle of like you might not get the national recognition as other guys. Um, but Amon Ross St. Brown to me completely changed this entire team. Like just, just the reliability of like any ball you throw at him is more than likely getting caught yards after catch ability to score the ball. Like he just incredible. And I I can't wait to watch him going forward. Always available to knock on wood keeps himself in great shape. Excellent.
2: Um, I'm going to take the offensive line just in general. I think they have the best group in the league. I can't really name every. I mean, Jonah Jets was really good this year. Taylor Decker's sneaky, he had a really nice year. He did. Um, I think Sewell's probably the best guy on that line just right now. He's his. He's a really special player. Um, and Radnow is just a beast. in the at, at like the offense line is fucking incredible. Like everyone wants to give Golf the pat on the back. The reason Goff, like we've seen Golf under pressure, it's ugly. Guess what? He didn't get touched all year because they have the best offense line in football.
1: Yeah, I mean top 5 for sure. Collins, you're exactly right. I won't expand on it too much cuz mine was yeah, just the offensive line in general. It's it's the way it, it, this team's heartbeat was on offense. Ben Johnson is nominated for assistant coach of the year. Obviously, he's coming back. We didn't really talk about that, but it's so it's I mean, he's he's back. Um which is great. So, yeah, I, I would I would say the O-line as well because it opens up everything else. I'd I gi- I'd give Goff some love. Goff had a good season behind a great O-line. Yes, Ravs, I'm I'm in lockstep. Goff was
2: great. He was, but it's yeah. because of the offensive line.
1: And, yes, Jamal Williams is, like, literally the captain, leader, MVP of the team, whatever, every single day in practice. So it is what it is. But, um, yeah, let's go to the defensive side, Ravs.
0: Defensive side of the ball, MVP. Jeff Okuda took some strides this year but
2: towards the end of the season kind of fell off. By the way, I want I people are like he kind of fell off. He was bad. He was like really bad. <laughs> yeah, he, he I, like and I'm not giving like that, up. Yeah. I'm not giving up on Okuda cuz he was good in the beginning of the year and he was banged Okuda, up at the end. Jamaica girl. But there's like this narrative that he was like awesome the whole year. I'm like he was he needed to be benched in that Carolina game. If he was that bad. Like the, the he he was bad at the end of the year, but uh, Rabs, he what? I, I, you saw some hope from him this year that you didn't. see Yeah, that.
0: but I can't, I can't give him the MVP. I mean, Hutch was hot and cold. James Houston came on. I would honestly say the defensive MVP for me is the Sean Elliott. I, th- I, I just, I love watching him play. Good. I think he's the best tackler on your defense by far. I'm, I'm hoping that they resign him and can. You know, him and Tracy Walker can can hold the fourth down back there at the safety
2: position, but I think he led the team in tackles. Did I just make that up?
1: Probably. He might he was, have.
2: He was at the Carolina game. Angeloni might have ended up. Yeah,
0: but I'll say Deshaun Elliott. I was just super impressed. I think he added a, a lot to this to this defense.
2: Um, I'll probably go with Hutch. I think uh, you finally since what? When's the last really good pass rusher this team's had, Ziggy? Ziggy in, like, only one year, though, probably
1: 2015 Ziggy, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, to have a pass rusher like Hutch, and he wasn't, like, dominant or anything like that, but you saw, like, if he can improve on some things, I think he can be pretty dominant. And there goes some flashes where he makes big plays and causes fumbles, some interception. I think he was your best – Defensive player consistently throughout the year. He had some really bad games, and then week one he was awful. And then he kind of should and then that Washington Commanders game, he could not be blocked. So he was hot and cold, but consistently, I think he was really good. Kirby Joseph saw some high points with him, and I'll say that. Anzalone was not bad this year.
1: That's my pick, Collins. That's my pick.
2: Yeah, he, he, my. My buddy Rob always likes to say he's the best, worst player of all time because he made some really great That's plays. That's actually a
0: great way to put it.
2: He made some really, really good plays, but he also was like consistently just meh. But he every once in a while, he make a great play. So, but I, I, he wasn't bad.
1: And he's a guy who's a free agent who I think is like kind of in that yellow zone for the Lions where it's like, will they pay him? Will they not? I, you, you can't. You he's can't. not going yeah, to. I don't know.
2: Pay. To be honest, I don't know what he would get paid anyway. To be yeah, I,
1: I don't. It wouldn't be. I'd have to look at the market and stuff, but I don't think it'd be very much. And plus, he, he already went to management. I mean, it's been reported. He went to management and said he'd take less to stay. So that's my guy. Um, and I will say this, he had plenty of bad games and I'm, I'm sitting here in my room in Nashville at my desk. And the last time I was here, we did a podcast. It was after the loss of the Dolphins, I believe to fall to one and six. So I have written down, uh, the biggest negative of the game was Alex Anzalone. So I, am not, I'm not, that's, this is not to say he wasn't without his, uh, you know, hardships this year. Didn't play well, but no one on the defense was great all year. And I just think for Alex Anzalone, I mean, he plays like every snap and the defense really figured it out. I I'd have to look, for the actual number, I should have done this beforehand. But apparently the Lions defense the last like 10 weeks was like top 10 if they were able to do that for the whole season. I believe it. Uh in is
2: so their back seven was just so bad this year.
1: Yeah, and look it, as a whole, the defense was not good. It just wasn't good. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. So yeah, I gonna, think
2: they the sneaky thing about the defense is I think they found some gems in like guys like Bugs, who I think is pretty good. Um Minsky. Kaminsky. Yes, awesome. Kaminsky. God, um, I love Kaminsky. I think McNeil is a really good nose tackle. He is. Yeah. That's,
1: that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of choices you could go with. Yeah. Like, but it's it's weird to like pick a team MVP for a defense. This is such a like, big
2: draft for the Lions. I know we're not going to talk it about it today, but it's <laughs> such a big draft.
1: Let's go. We got we got two more questions here to cover, and then we'll talk about Dan Campbell for a bit. More uh, on oh, yeah. that later. Tease. Um. But oh, what was it? What was your play of the year? Is there one play that sticks out to you that was the best play of the year?
2: Um, Brock right touchdown against the Jets. I don't think there's any other question. I yeah, think Jam- I would
1: take. I want. I would take Jamison Williams's touchdown. That was amazing.
2: That was pretty cool too.
1: Being there too, I guess, Collins. If you were there, you would have loved it too, because it was like. It was the first drive of the game. It no, was the it was a lot. It was amazing.
0: Oh, I would, you know what? The Brock, Wright was great. How about the fucking Panay Sewell catch, dude? That was that's unbelievable. Cool I would, that's mine for sure. Just the whole, I mean, the fact that they pulled that out of their ass and he just to die, like the
1: dive for the first down, then he'd sl- he punches the guy in the face afterwards. And they didn't well, call I, it I don't barely. think there's any, I don't think there's any question that that's the play call of the year for sure. Like the, like the offensive scheme and the play call and like you're, Put your yeah. balls on the table, like yeah, for sure. But and that's a great there's really no wrong answer for this kind of thing. You can tell me you could tell me James Houston's fucking second sack <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day, and I'd be like, Yeah, that was great too. Um, lastly, what if, if I could give you the the thesaurus and you had to give me one word to describe this lion's season, Rams, what word would you pick?
0: Oh, so this is like a what you want me to answer, like the what are we type of thing? Yes, I do. If I could describe this lion season, one word. Uh this word this word might not make sense in the context of how to describe the season maybe it's looking too far but i would say hopeful like i this is the first time in my life cuz it's okay we have seen relatively good lions teams in our day like we've you know obviously they've they've been in the playoffs while we've been alive they haven't done anything while we've been alive but like there have been lions teams that you could call like good or good enough but this to me just like feels different as far as the longevity of what this team can do and the foundation and who's in charge and who's in these different places. Like it was just a very hopeful, optimistic season for me that this team has turned a corner. And the thing with the NFL that I don't think I said this two weeks ago, and I know it was in the back of my mind to say, but The Jacksonville Jaguars are a perfect example of a team that has like multiple times in their history has gone from a three win team to like almost beating Tom Brady in the AFC championship game. And last year they sucked. They had the first overall pick this last season coming off of a tumultuous urban Meyer era. If you can even call it that. Cause he was there for yeah. a cup of coffee. The Jaguars also looked like dog shit to start the season. And I thought their season was over after they got dismantled by the lions and they won a playoff game. So like it, it, the NFL is just so up and down like that. And there really is a lot of parody. And to me, like the lions are building this thing correctly and it feels like the foundation is sturdy. So I'm just hope like I was hopeful I was hopeful coming in and I'm hopeful leaving and there was a very weird in between time where I was just like miserable and we were legitimately talking about Dan Campbell being fired but this team made me hopeful I am hopeful and like that's my word to describe this
2: whole thing I would say Uh I would say tough I think that this is probably and and Credit Stafford in, in those really good teams, but I always felt like those teams were finesse teams.
1: Yeah, you know Golden I mean? Tate is the like one of the most finesse players ever.
2: No, but just like in general, like it was just a high octane, a lot of crazy endings and stuff like that. There was like a toughness and being able to run the football that I I, I don't really think I've seen with a Lions team, and that's identity that they're trying to build. We'll see if that works. Um it's a really good start. Next year, you gotta see now it's now it's when the pressure's really on. So like if they yeah. if they aren't able to build on this step then it means nothing. But right now yeah. it feels like you have an identity of toughness.
1: I'll be quick. I said faithful. I think if you start one and six and you stay the course and you believe in this coach and you legitimately listen to what he has to say every single week and you, you buy into the culture and that's what happens. You can finish the season with eight wins out of 10. You can do that. And I asked Rab's a great question. or Rab's gave a great answer to my question. I should say, Uh, when I was able to guest host a show last week, I I asked Rab's, I said, you know, on a scale one to 10, how happy are you with this season? He said eight, and I think that's on the money because you can't say nine or ten because they started one and six. You just that just disqualifies. Yeah, and they
0: didn't make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it just disqualifies nine or ten. But the, if the ceiling is then eight, they certainly hit it, man. They stayed the course, and they got their they got their shit done. So that that's all I got to say. I mean, I just wanted to wrap up the the lion season with some fun superlatives or whatever you want to call that awards, the Mo, the Motown <laughs> rundowns. That was uh, fun. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, real quick, I mean, we're over an hour now, but I, it's definitely newsworthy that the uh, Coach of the Year finalists came out today at I'm not sure what time it was. But there are five finalists, and Dan Campbell is not one of them. I think he got snubbed. Collins disagrees. So I, I, I want Collins to give his can you, please, to can you
0: please read the list off again, too, before yeah, I we can, do this? I can.
1: I, you're, that's a good idea. I, I thought it was it.
0: three, Trent. I did two. And this is a regular season award.
1: It's a regular yes. season award, and here's here's what I saw: Brian Dayball, Nick Sirianni, yes. Sean yes. McDermott, Doug Peterson, and Kyle Shanahan. Those are the five finalists.
2: So I, I, I thought it was I three. I thought it was three, um, but I guess it's five. Whatever. I mean, you can make the case for Campbell over McDermott. I don't really care about this award. Campbell was never in contention to actually win this because if you watch football, Dayball and Shanahan, I think. I mean, Shanahan's well, Dabble, under- Dabble
1: should win it. Dable should win Dabble it. Dable was
2: fan. At what the Giants did this year with that roster—that is not a good roster. They have it is not a good roster for them to win a playoff game. It's pretty impressive. I—I um, I mean, Sirianni. I mean, what were I mean? Were the Eagles like five and like twelve last year? I, they were no, not they made good the playoffs. Last year did they? they made the playoffs?
0: I feel like they weren't good last
1: year,
2: though. No, they made the playoffs and lost to Tampa. They got killed. They were like the worst playoff team to make it. They were the seventh seed.
1: Hey, by the way, I gotta I gotta clear this up real quick. There are three finalists, but that was the top five. So Dan Campbell still wasn't in the top five. How's that?
2: That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. He doesn't it went nine and eight. And by the way, another thing, Campbell, we have found that he's changed the culture and done all these great things. He still hasn't proven to me he's a good end game coach. It's like Mel Tucker. I love Mel Tucker. Guess what? Last year, three, four times at Michigan State games, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Cool, you recruit all these guys in. If you can't coach during the game, it, it is what it is. So that's another thing that Campbell needs to prove. that. And able- another thing. No, but you, you know what I'm saying? He's got to adjust. He was not good in-game at the end of the game. The Buffalo Thanksgiving game, game is one of the worst managements of the clock I've ever seen. The the Minnesota game awful, there and, and there's other examples of not using timeouts before the half and stuff like that. But from a culture perspective, they did great. But they won nine. They went nine and eight. And to be honest, there other than the Packers, they don't really have a great great like win. Know what I mean? We didn't beat a ton of great teams this year. So I I get people being a gripe. I'm not going to kill you for having a gripe. I just don't care. And I don't think he has a real, he never had a real shot of winning. So I don't care.
0: I I mean, Sirianni, like, sure, the Eagles really, like, the Eagles had a, were they, were they won lost one game in the regular season or two?
1: Well, it ended up being, I think they, they're still a one season, but it ended up being three because they, oh. well, they, Hurts got hurt.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, whatever. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Yes, he loses both quarterbacks. They ended up making a good year. Sure. Brian Dable. Yeah, the roster was really that bad. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Doug Peterson. To me, like,
2: yeah, like, whatever. Like, okay. what's
0: the what's the
2: difference between him and Dan Campbell? Like, well, the, it's not. But I, he's not going to win the award. No, he won't. Right, it, look, right. look, 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 yeah. look. We 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 don't I have think Shanahan's thing. the guy you got to be like. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: don't I, think. I just think McDermott. Like, but not to cut you off. McDermott, like, dude. The fucking the Buffalo Bills have been a very very good team since he has taken over. I would love to have Sean McDermott as my coach. Now, I know it's a regular season award, so I won't necessarily bring up the fact that they've been bad in the playoffs for the last three years or however long they've been in there but what what expectations like what what is Sean McDermott doing with that team that is like I can't believe it like what like they they're the bills are the bills they have a great roster they have a generational quarterback and they're like they're just a good team they're, they have a lot of like they've been good for a while there's nothing special about this season for the bills they did everything they were expected to do except win the afc championship or even get to the game well yeah i don't i don't understand again he won't win it but it's just it's silly like to for the lions to start one and six yes dan campbell like brian dable didn't really do a lot to that you look at and you're like oh god that like that was brutal they lost that game because of brian dable but at the same time, there were some games the Giants were completely unprepared to play in. But again, a lot of it comes down to the roster. But like Dan Campbell to go from one and six to nine and eight overnight, like come yeah, on. And, that's and a me, tremendous
1: job. To me, that's just the scr- scratch in the surface of it. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because I don't, I don't, I'm not up in arms about it. I just wanted to bring it up because I saw a lot on Lions Twitter today and ju- making an educated guess on who our followers are and who might listen to this. Like I it some people care about this stuff. I don't know. They did start one and six, like you said, Rabs. They also fired a coach in season, Aubrey Pleasant. They also I went never five, about that. They went five and one in the division. They beat the Packers twice. Beat them in their only primetime game of the season. They lost a captain in week three, and Tracy Walker. Like I, all all the stuff. And I know every team's gonna have a narrative, but Rabs, I completely agree. I I don't think Sean McDermott should have made the top five. Doug Peterson, sure, because the, the team went nine and eight, made the playoffs. But you tell me who's better, the Lions or the Jags? Because I can check my notes here. They played, and uh, the Lions actually beat the brakes off. So whatever. I don't know. I just Dan Campbell never had a shot to win it. So Collins is one hundred percent right. But I think some people just want the respect of a nomination. It's like when He's you get worse. when you get nominated for an Oscar, like Gary Busey. Yeah, but I don't think
2: that matters <laughs> when, in <laughs> sports. Busey. I really don't. I no, really I, don't. and it.
1: Collins, I, <laughs> I, ultimately, you, I ultimately agree with you collins i'm just trying to come up with like some sort of bullshit like i i can spin myself
2: into caring if i really no, think I. More. there are people that care i yes. there are people that care you're right i'm not okay. and Fair by on. the way i get you what you're saying like making that being a heisman finalist like kind of matters i just don't think it matters in like maybe an mvp finalist and stuff like that or being all pro and that stuff matters but i don't know whatever
1: Sure, that's it. I, and, and Collins, to your point, I mean, I we disagree a little bit on the Dan Campbell in-game stuff, but at the end of the day, you're you're exactly right. It doesn't really matter. Just go win next year. Who
2: cares? No, if he if he cleans all that shit up, guess what? This team was probably they did a great job with this team, especially after the start. And numero uno, after the terrible culture that was under Matt Patricia here, was to change it, and they've done that. Now it's about winning football games that year. So, yep. Well said, exactly.
0: Well said. Okay, um, Trent. There was a request that came in from one of my buddies who I was just texting, and I'm like, hey, we're recording right now. He loves the pod. He is requesting that the Trent trifecta comes back soon.
1: We can so bring we'll it have... back next week. It's a promise. We'll bring it okay. back next <laughs>
0: week. <laughs> it's a promise. Um, promise. Okay, let's do the let's do our mortal locks before we end here. I guess we can keep. I mean, we can keep this going for however long we want, but um. Trent's 7 and 11. Collins is 12 and 6. I am 8 and 10. Um, let's do. We'll do mortal. I mean, if you can do, I suppose, whatever you want. I think we're all going to go football here. Um, I guess I'll start. I feel like I pawned it off on you guys a lot. Um, I am going to take. This, this Chiefs Bengals game looks like a pick right now. Um, I just. I really do want to make the Chiefs my mortal cuz I just I I really do think that's what it's going to come down to but I'm going to take the over 47. I just I I feel like I know the Bengals' beef defense has been playing well. I'm like not a huge buyer of the Chiefs defense. I never have been. I think that that team gets very obviously gets carried by the offense. Um I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be fine enough to make plays and sling the ball around and he'll be even if the Bengals get out to a hot start. He'll keep pace. I just I see this being a bit more of a shootout as versus the Niners game, where I think that it could be a bit more low scoring because of how good San Francisco's D is. The Eagles' D is sneaky good too. I think Colin said that earlier. Um, and I don't necessarily trust Jalen Hurts to put up points on the board, nor Brock Purdy the same way that Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes can. So over forty seven in the Chiefs Bengals game,
2: that's my mortal lock. Um, I love the Bengals. I think the Bengals are gonna win. Um, what is it right now? Is it minus one to the Bengals? I, I on ESPN, it's a pick'em. Well, well, I just you know love the Bengals. I'm,
1: I'm curious to what you would say. What's the what's the like highest you would give the or the most points you would give the Bengals on the spread for you to call it your lock three?
2: Probably two and a half. All right. So um, I, I'll just give you Bengals. Is, it's money gonna on. move.
1: I mean, it's. I feel like it's gonna move. It did. I mean, it I came think down Mahomes the- is.
2: Very injured. I'm just saying that. That is my whole thing. That's fine. I I, I don't think you ever. If you're just banged up, there was no scenario that Chad Henney comes into a playoff game. Mm-hmm. By the way, Chad henny was not bad when he came. I in.
0: could not believe. I was like, when I was I was at work when that game was going on, and someone texted me and was like, Mahomes is out because they knew I wasn't watching. I'm like, I'm like, oh, what is Chad henny out there? And they're like, yeah, actually he is. I was like, whoa, a lot of on a 99
2: yard drive. Chad Henny <laughs> and Brian Hoyer still kicking in the league. It's Amazing. fucking I Love to see it. Um, but yeah, I just think Mahomes is injured. And like you said, Reps, I don't trust this KC defense to, yeah, to pitch I, I like just, a huge shutout. I don't and he's defense is just good. They've been good, yeah. So have you guys know.
0: seen this Eli Apple shit on Twitter too, by the way? It is it is
2: hysterical. Everyone hates Eli Apple. It's really funny. Oh my
1: dude, this like he's like <laughs>
0: Like enjoy your time in Cancun or whatever, and like he, Josh and, and Stefan. Josh's
1: deck, yeah, he's gonna get them couples therapies. Oh, can we? Can it. we?
0: There's two more things I want to talk about bills related before we end this. But try and go ahead with your mortal lock.
1: I'll be quick. I like total touchdowns by the Niners over two and a half. It's the best, really, most, the best, most methodical offense in the league. They'll find a way to move the ball. Devo Samuel's back. Christian McCaffrey's back. Probably two of the best Swiss Army knives in the league, if not the best. Um. Yeah, three touchdowns. Are you kidding me? They they get, they get absolute raps. They could lose this game twenty-four to forty-eight, and I still win that bet. So give me give me over You're two and a half
0: touchdowns for the 49ers. I don't hate that. I'll get some eyes on that later. Before we wrap up the show, two Bill storylines I want to talk about. And I'm not entirely sure which one I want to start with, but I'm gonna start with the following. Have you guys seen this conspiracy theory about DeMar Hamlin? Like yeah, not, it's stupid. You don't think you think that's stupid?
1: Yep. What you believe it?
0: Uh, look, I, I, I'm not gonna say that I. Snowstorm. That's why you can't see his face. Uh, I. It's not about that. Was fucking hilarious, by the way, that they were trying to like show him, and you couldn't even see him, and because of the snow, it's not. It's not so much about that. It just, I think that this whole thing. It's been, like, very shady with how they, uh, like, they approach this thing. Like, okay, why I, Because podcast. he had a heart That's attack? Not no, we're, we're not. Look, we're not. We're the, I, this
2: isn't fucking the Joe Rogan podcast. It's, it's fucking drunk.
0: I'm just, it just, it's for the sake of conversation. I also want to talk about Tony Romo, too. But anyway, how he like, stinks. how I understand that he went through a very traumatic experience. I just, I don't, I feel like I don't know. And maybe this is just me not reading up on it. Is there neurological damage? Can he speak? Like, what is what is his functionality? Because he can walk around and he looks good. Like, can he not speak? Like, how has nobody interviewed? Maybe he's maybe he's been like, you know what? I don't want to talk to the media. This is not about me. Keep the attention on the team. Well, well, like he'll get his documentary or whatever when it comes out. But like, how is why is there no interview? No one's talked to him. Like, what's going know. on?
1: I just think that's more one of those deals like who's asking for that? Who's asking for an interview? Because you, it's out of rest- I'm sure everyone, yeah. But, 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 but yes. I,
2: I get what you're saying, but it, I think it's more of a thing where it's like we just simply at this time, like I don't want to talk about it. I just, my life just, I almost died.
0: Yeah. Like, let me, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, okay. Um, my other bills, let's talk about Tony Romo first. Is he bad? He might be He's really awful. Bad.
2: He, he,
1: he, I oh, think he's,
2: he, I think he's pretty good. I think he, he, no, the oh, thing about, jamming. and I don't, I don't like Ooh. to criticize broadcasters unless they're like, a, he takes me out of the game. <laughs> oh, Collins, I, I don't know. Like there's like, I I think bro, it's, or that is a really tough job to be on it for three hours. And I think he says an incredibly amount of smart things. Like I think he's a really smart intelligent Dad, guy.
1: what what's the knock?
2: He takes me out of the game. How? Explains it. Like, oh it's Jim, me. I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> it's like a second in ten in the but listen. Quarter. He okay, that
1: started innocently and now he plays into it because it's a joke. It he sucks, knows, dude. He he's, knows. I, he's
2: so annoying. And the problem is Nance lets a, he cuts off Nance too, which buds the shit out of me. Like Nance is saying, "Say like, ah, right, Jim, hold on, hold on." I'm like, "What are we doing, Jim?" I think for, I mean, I, I think
1: he's as good as it gets, probably for. A <laughs> I, try, I don't, I
0: don't, I don't know how to feel about him anymore because I, for the longest time, was like, he's super insightful. He sees the game well. He's like somewhat funny because he's quirky. Like him and Nance play off each other well. But then, like you hear the camp of like he's god awful. I'm like, too.
2: I just, I'm annoyed with I'm the like, Wow, maybe whole, he is bad. Announcer thing, he's not bad. There's a difference between being bad, and I just he He's just annoying, he's good, and I think some people like him. I don't like that style of like color guy, Ooh, dude. I
1: hand? just okay, here's the here's my real quick 30 second soapbox speech on this because I don't, and Collins, maybe you can speak to this more. I don't get. Like I, I will also never criticize a broadcaster because Collins, you and I have dabbled in it and it is not it's easy. It's fucking hard. It's it's very oh, it's, I don't know. It's very different. I will also say this. There are quote unquote bad announcers like Bill Walton. Like that like that, that's like that's bad. Collins room. loves Bill Walton. It's, it's,
0: it's, like, it's, like, it's, like it's like it's like it's like you elderly abuse know. to have Bill Walton. Like we're just like uh, making Walton
2: fun of doing, doing a Colorado thing. Utah basketball game is fine. He does yeah. say some like and, and, good and things Collins, every now and then, though.
1: Collins, See? I agree. I just think when a guy doesn't do it, I mean, when he clearly isn't prepared for it, it's just that <laughs> he doesn't well, know who's in I the game. Geese- yeah.
2: It's the whole shtick is like, oh, it's 10-30 in the Pac-12. Who gives a fuck?
1: A better example of this is Joe Buck. People fucking hate Joe Buck. Like, what, I love what, Joe Buck. What's wrong with Joe Buck? Like, he's he's Buck and Aikman people. are great. Yeah, but, Rab, some people
2: hate Joe Buck. Like, Collinsworth he, sucks.
1: See, I love Collinsworth. I like Collinsworth. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love what's called.
2: I like. Ma- I miss Alan Collinsworth, but I don't know. I get what you're saying, Trent. Like, there's legit bad brought. Like, shout out. I don't know if he still does. He used to do a bunch of lion same. So shout out to Dick Stopton, who was at the end of his yeah. run at Fox, and just legit. It would be like he didn't know Marvin Jones's name. You like, we were like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, you're just you fashionly not prepared, and you're just kind of done. So I, I get what you're saying, Trent, but. It's whatever. It's a hard job. I remember job.
1: week one of Matt Patricia's final season, his farewell season, you could call it. Um, and DeAndre Swift dropped the game winning pass against the, the Bears. Remember that? Dick Stockton yeah. was on the call for that. And he like, thought he caught good. it for a full like, 20 seconds after the. <laughs> was just, we're all looking around like, did he catch that? You, like, know,
0: you know who one of my sneaky, least favorite analysts is or like color, color commentators? I hate Jonathan Vilma.
1: Oh well, he hates he
0: the. I was a ton of Lions games. Yeah, I hate Jonathan Vilma. He also
1: actively hates the Lions, so that's. I, don't know it. I
0: It's just funny. Like my, I'm just this whole thing just came to the front of my mind. My uncle Stephen will text, will text me and be like, "I literally have the game muted because Tony Romo's on the call." I'm like, i like, and I." There's someone else that I know that's a Bills fan that their dad does the same thing. Like, I he can't because he think they think there's like this anti-Bills bias with Tony Romo, but I'm like, yeah.
2: I don't There's know. only one announcer. I actually, and, I, and this is not sound super hokey, but I honestly think Michigan fans would say this too. I think Joel Platt is the only guy I've ever seen who I actually think has like favoritism towards the team, and it's Michigan. Yeah, I hate Joel Platt. and I don't, and to be honest, I don't think Joel Platt is done. He did the Michigan-Michigan State game last year, and I think he did that was a great called game by Gus Johnson and him. But I'm just saying, like, and I'm not saying it nearly affects him, but like his tates during the week, I'm like, what's going on? Like that Street's is the only time too. I've ever—I don't know. Pershing Street's
0: that. great. Um. Okay, Herb my Street's last, my last thing, and then we can definitely close this up because we've been rolling for a while. Um. The Stefan Diggs thing. Do you guys have an opinion on this? Just no, him getting really upset. Sure. Yeah. Just, just like the whole, like to me, I when I saw, I saw on TV in real time when he was. On the sideline And I think As time has gone on Maybe it's unclear If he was yelling At Josh Allen Or his coaches Or whatever But between that And then you hear The story that he was Like the first one In the locker room And he packed his stuff And he left Without even like with before anyone the whole team got in there and then well,
1: look it's just it's just a receiver being a diva like stop me when you've heard that before who cares he didn't get he didn't get the ball he thinks that's the reason they lost which it's not it's cuz his defense <laughs> couldn't stop anybody and then it i don't know i cry me a river stefan i it, like you but yeah it
0: is just so ob- it's obnoxious when players do that stuff where it's just like all about me like i want the ball if i had the ball and then like his mom's got to chime in too like I want the ball. If I would have had the ball, we would have – like that kind of stuff. Because To me, to be honest to you guys, I would rather take – I would take Devontae Adams over Stephon Diggs. I would take Justin Jefferson. I would even – I would take Amon Ross, St. Brown. I don't – I really don't –
2: okay, I, I like that.
0: don't – I don't see – like what does Stephon Diggs – He
2: is Diggs, the last – he's probably – he's the best route runner in the NFL.
0: Okay, I'll give you he's a great route runner. I'd he's just rather awesome. have – He's I'd rather awesome have other, other I, well, receivers. I, you
2: can be. So what is he gonna do? It? Quit?
0: What's he doing now? Is he gonna quit? He's like you not,
2: He's a wider fucking receiver. All of them do re this.
0: Fucking, wide re fucking receiver. Hell yeah! I uh, bet Aman
2: does this next year at some point. They all no, do it. No,
0: no. His dad reps, would never reps, stand for this.
2: It. Is every professional athlete has a huge ego? No, that's not true at all. Not you every guy, to go to be, Dude, okay, but but, but
0: but my point is that you can, as a captain, you cannot throw a temper tantrum on the guess field, what, he on did the it. sideline. Guess what, they're
2: not going to give a shit
0: when they pay him money. Cause he's, that I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure, but you can't, you don't throw a temper tantrum on the field and show up your quarterback. I you don't, don't disagree. Out of the room.
2: I don't disagree, but I also, this is so super common. Like this, there's a, like a 35 year history with wide receivers doing this. Diva.
0: Whatever, man. I'm just the old school. Just play the game. Play the game. Yeah. Be a good teammate. <laughs> um. Okay. That's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. There's your Lions season preview. We'll get back on track with... I Don't know wings, pistons, tigers, who knows in the coming weeks. We'll have yeah, to. Yeah, everyone a Lions. get
1: ready. Get ready to know how Marvin Bagley did on a random
2: Wednesday night. Oh, no, thank god. They're unwatchable right now.
0: Correct. <laughs> uh, we'll get more back into the stuff, I guess, in the coming weeks. We'll do Lions draft at some point, Red Wings trade deadline all that good stuff. Um, But if you like the show, please follow us on Spotify. We are exclusively on that platform for the time being. You can follow us, rate us five stars. If you like the show, if it's anything less than five stars, you can just keep it to yourself. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, We are on social media. Uh, You can go on Facebook, just search up the Motown rundown. All our episodes get posted there. You can also join the conversation with us on Twitter if there's any topics you want us to discuss, questions, comments, concerns. Yeah, by Motown the way, that's a big thing,
1: no, I, I If anyone's still listening, help us out. Give us content. Give us a question. Yeah. What us. do
0: you want? What do you need for you? Help me help you. We're here to serve. I don't even know if there's any, I don't think there's any other podcasts that cover all four Detroit teams. There's no way.
2: Other how the are range, we not? It's usually terrible. How are we not huge? <laughs> Help us out, <laughs> grow the pod. Um, for Trent, Is Tony D still doing stuff.
0: I don't know. I yeah, he, I will. No, I don't, I, don't like, chirp him. I love Tony. i, D. I <laughs> I'm just. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> Who knows? He's in hi- hibernation, off season. He doesn't work as hard as we do. Um, for Trent Bailey, for Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. We'll see you next week.